Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Love Your Enemies, based on our reading of Luke chapter 6, verses 32 to 36. Let us hear what the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. For if you love them which love you, what thank ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. If you lend to them of whom you hope to receive, what thank ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great and ye shall be the children of the highest for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. What a powerful passage from the Lord that when we love our enemies, it demonstrates that we have allowed the Holy Spirit to recreate the image of God in us. There are many of us Christians who struggle to love those who are enemies. Many of us find it really difficult to get along with those persons who don't see eye to eye with us on the witnessing strategy that we should employ. Some of us have real difficulties and real challenges with persons who express a different view that is not consistent with the view that we have. And if we don't quite understand a person, we have real difficulty getting along with them or with that particular individual. I'm not sure how many of us Christians realize that this attitude that we have regarding the way we treat those who do not share our worldview is one that comes straight from Satan. We have a deceitful and wicked heart that is only interested in self. This carnal nature that we possess is our biggest problem. And for many of us, instead of accepting that the problem is with us, we shift the blame to the other person. Today, God is reminding us that the attitude we have toward those who are our enemies is not correct. Today, God is reminding us that we need to have a heart transplant so that we can treat all the people around us in the same way that God treats them. In Luke chapter 6, verses 32 to 36, God is telling us exactly how he wants us to deal with our enemies and those who do not share our worldview or our view of life. The word of the Lord said, For if we love them which love you, what thank ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And if you lend to them of whom we hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children 
of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Wow! What a powerful and straightforward message from the Lord. Here we see God making a profound point. For us to love our enemies, God would have to remove our stony heart and replace it with a fleshy, unselfish heart. What God is asking us to do here, we cannot do in our own strength. What God is also saying is that once we give Him control of our heart, He will make the changes for us so that we can love our enemies. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! There are many of us who have tried to love our enemies and we have failed. In our own strength, we have tried to be kind and compassionate and affectionate to those that we have failed, especially when we do something to us that we don't appreciate. In other words, in our own strength, we have said to them, I forgive you and I have nothing against you. But for all of us who have said so without the context of our carnal or within the context of our carnal nature, we don't really mean it. We have not told the truth. Only the Holy Spirit living and reigning in our hearts can get us to love our enemies and do good for them. Today, the Lord is reminding us that we need to focus our attention on surrendering our all to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that He can or so that we can receive the power we need to act in the same way that God expects us to act. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of Scripture, said the following, and I quote, that we must be generous in forgiving those that have been any or have done anything injurious to us. We must do good to them that do evil to us. This is that which our Savior in these verses chiefly designed to teach us as a law peculiar to his religion and a branch of the perfection of it. We must be kind to those from whom we have received injuries. We must not only love our enemies and bear a goodwill to them, but we must do good to them, be as ready to do any good office to them as to any other person, if their case calls for it, and it be in the power of our hands to do it. We must study to make it appear by positive acts, if there be any opportunity for them, that we bear them no malice, nor see revenge. Do they curse us, speak ill of us, and wish ill of us? Do they despitefully use us in words or deeds? Do they endeavor to make us uncomfortable? Let us bless them and pray for them. Speak well of them, the best we can. Wish well to them, especially their souls, and be intercessors with God for them. This is repeated in verse 35. Love your enemies and do them good. 
to recommend this difficult duty to us, it is represented as a generous thing and an attainment few arrive at. To love those that love us have nothing uncommon in it, nothing peculiar to Christ's disciples, for sinners will love those that love them. There is nothing self-denying in that. It is but following nature, even in its corrupt state, and put no force at all upon it. It is no thanks to us to love those that say and do just as we would have them. And if we do good to them that do good to us and return their kindness, it is from a common principle of custom, honor, gratitude. And therefore, what thanks have you? What credit are you to the name of Jesus? Or what reputation do you bring to it? For sinners also that know nothing of Christ and his doctrine do even the same. But it becomes you to do something more excellent and eminent, herein to outdo your neighbor, to do that which sinners will not do, and that which no principle of theirs can pretend to reach to. You must render good for evil. Not that anything or any thanks are due us, but then we are to our God for a name and a praise, and He will have the thanks. End of quote. Today, I pray that we will allow the Holy Spirit to take full control of our heart so that we can love one another as Christ loves us and we can love our enemies in the same way that God loves them. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight, Lord, for your blessing and your mercy upon us. We thank you for your forgiveness and your watch. We thank you today for reminding us that we need to love our enemies. Bless them that curse us. Do good to them that hate us. And pray for those who despitefully use us and persecute us. Lord, we know in our strength this will never be done. So Lord, we ask you today, Holy Spirit, to take control of our lives and teach us how to love our enemies in the way that you love them. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing and your mercy upon us, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.